the Fox show, um, you're listening, you're tuning in in your car somewhere, you're watching, you're wondering who are these guys, you know, I stumbled on, Christopher Walken's on the show, I'm not sure, is he? Maybe. <laughs> This week on the What the Fox Show. And then July started great. We yeah, had Spider-Man, Spider-Man. War of the Planet of the Apes, now Dunkirk, Falcon, Dunkirk, Falcon. Yeah. You know what also kind of cool yeah. is uh, we've been recording the whole time, and you guys didn't know you were, and I'm gonna put this like in the. No, game. I know. You know. I figured we were figured recording. recording. You did? Yeah. Um, I didn't do like the key or anything. This well, was. I, it's this your posture. Yeah. It's like how you, got, it's it's like, like, you, you get into it. You're just like, oh yeah, guys, you know. Okay, let's. You can tell I was in character. You're like, don't let him know that we're recording right now. Let's just keep going. Naturally. I was trying to go along with it, but I figured, yeah. I just figured, always be recording. Always be recording. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm pretty proud of you guys. Fuck yeah. So it's going to fuck with what the folk show. Witty informational conversation, or at least I hope, but I think tonight I'm in some good company with Brooks, What's Heatherly, up? Heathers. Heather, we'll say, well, because we, you're famous, we don't want your name to actually know exactly. Codename Brock Heathersfield. Brock Heathersfield of No Bullshit. I don't want you to bring any of that fucking bullshit tonight. No bullshit, okay? I actually don't share my name on the show, but oh, yeah. you can put it on this podcast as Are well. you sure? <laughs> Do you want me to keep this in? <laughs> I don't care. Okay. I mean, there yeah. goes Eminem. You can just leave it. You can just leave it. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm not hiding it. I actually was going to tell you the other day, because you like tweeted... Brooks and no bullshit. Like, <laughs> my buddy's doxing me. This is like investigative journalism right now. Now people know who's who, <laughs> yeah, so they're going to have to listen. But if they don't listen, All the, the 13 people who listen are going to know about Brooks and no bullshit. This is my first review. The other, people, the other millions or billions of people who exist that don't, they're not going to know nothing. So, fuck you guys. Anyway, here on the What this the Folk Show, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod, Direct, my parents' phone, and the text message I just fall consent you. Also on social media, at my WTF show, just put those words those letters in that um, order and you can find them on any social media website also on the show is uh you want a code name or just your real name I'm, i don't have anything to protect you don't have anything to protect <laughs> you can go your down dignity down. <laughs> you no, got that really. okay That's uh scary. miguel felix of uh tv work fame i do work in tv yes you've been paid to go produce shows in different countries this is true. And people have said, hey, do you work on this show? And you're like, yeah, I work on the show. It's like this. And they're like, wow, well, I mean, that's pretty you can, cool. You can say the show. I'm not. Uh, below Deck on Bravo? Yes. There's a I deck have a question. Are, is, is it real or do they give them scripts? I mean, we're as real as can be, man. Oh, wow. So, so Below Deck. We're can... one of the last reality shows. <laughs> that's good. Cool. So that's people who actually cool. watch like scripted shows, you know, yeah. like good stuff. Like we're going to talk about Dunkirk and Christopher Nolan. That's part of what we're doing tonight, too, on What the Fall Show. In case you didn't know. The tag you clicked on has something to do with Christopher Nolan and probably my last name, Falcon, and then Christopher Nolan somehow. We're stoked to watch Dunkirk. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about it, what we think about his movies and Dunkirk, and then we're going to go watch it, and then we're going to spend like five minutes afterwards saying what we thought, this or that. Try to be as spoiler-free as possible. Hell yeah. Ferris yeah. Pizza. I like pizza. Sponsored with the Falk Show. I'm also wearing a Falcon pizza shirt, so not only do I yeah. eat pizza, I also wear pizza. I can well. also attest that it's So I am pizza. a pizza connoisseur pizza in many ways, great. if you want to say. Okay, a below deck. Give me like a minute. What is it exactly for anybody who doesn't know? Okay, so Below Deck is it's a, on Bravo. It's a reality program okay. on Bravo. It's basically about the show of uh, mega yacht workers. Okay, and their like life or like a season, like at, at sea. So yeah. we basically take, you know, people coming on like they're called charter guests, okay. and we have they rent a boat out, and then we just kind of film what happens, and they basically are kind of you know a little bit you know have a little bit of money to spend, so they want 
you know, living where extravagant things. It is a mega yacht. Okay. So they have more money, so they get to, you know, it's rich ask people. For it. It's like really. So it's kind of like remember that yeah. show on VH1, yeah. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Yeah, it's like that meets like just another like almost like real, not necessarily Real Housewives. I mean, if you're really gonna cry, it's like or real world meets that, that. the the like, high life. Okay, so it's like what happens below deck. So the entertainment comes from the fact that you have these they live on the boat. That's why it's called. Or live in close quarters, have their own life aspirations, goals, blah blah blah, yeah. and then the people, rich people, come in and bring all these extravagant they things and that, show you yeah. what they can do on their vacation. Exactly, and it's kind of it's funny to see like how you know they're working really hard, and then you see the, 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 these guests making it working harder because they ask for like the most ridiculous. You know scenarios, so it's you know check it out. It's a good show. It's That's fun cool. to watch. Okay, what's the yeah, show that keep, watch watch keep me employed? I hear it's good. Yeah, my mom watches all of them. My oh. mom and my brother say it's great. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this new season of Below Deck, the Mediterranean. Let's go ahead and shout out problem. to Miss uh, yeah. Brooks and Mr. Brooks and Brother Brooks. What are their names? And uh, do they say hi? Are they more of a hello people? Are they huggers? Let's go um, and dive great. into them. It's uh, my mom's Angela and Darren. They watch the show. Angela and Darren. Yeah. That's sound like pretty awesome names. Uh, they watch it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Good, good stuff. Uh, my mom watches like all those reality shows. So I've, I've worked on a few myself. Um, we've actually worked together ago, that's right? how we all met actually yeah, is i knew miguel uh, actually but i met you regardless i mean we were i there's yeah, a bunch we, of we all shows. worked on the same show there's a bunch of shows over a few years there where we were yeah. like mm. on them together and i was I driving and you sat by me in the front and then we were like yeah. talking about movies i was like you like movies like yeah i like movies. okay yeah you're wearing your like palace verdes shirt yeah to work it's my dad's Pioneer Valley High School shirt. It fits me really well. It looks good. Well, I mean, so just, I, I like wearing you that. You look like a. You do like represent a, family. I do so. represent family here it's on the family show. show. It's, it's a family show. It's a family show on the Wolf of Wall family show. Pizza, movies, witty informational conversation. That right? Sounds, sounds about right. My Cal State Northridge degree helped me learn how to speak clearly most days. And today's one of those days. And we're about to watch Falcon Dunkirk. So then we're going to talk about Christopher Falk and Nolan. <laughs> And I have a question here on the What the Falk Show because for me, I'm a huge Christopher Nolan, almost a Nolanite, like they say. Okay. It's kind of embarrassing to say, like who, you who just says that? you're That's just, a little embarrassing. <laughs> no, no, it's embarrassing. He's I mean. Nolanites are things. You never no, heard no, that? No, I'm I'm not not heard of that. Well, I mean, I'm not saying I'm part of. I have like a membership card, or I'm part of any message boards that we all talk about Nolan stuff. But, no, I'm kidding. But I would say at the least, I mean, I'm a Nolan fan too. I think yeah. we all are a little bit. But it's definitely kind of like a nerdy thing. He's not like it is super famous. I mean, he is very famous for Batman. But it's like if you're a very good fan of his, you probably you're a big movie a dude. Fan. You're probably yeah. older and you're like into nerdy stuff. You're a dude between like nineteen to forty two. Yeah, I feel like to really exactly. to really be onto that kind of stuff. He's definitely makes a good cross between like an excellent action movie, but then also like a suspenseful thriller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like can combine those two genres really well. So, so Christopher Nolan, for those who don't know who we're talking about, he's the director of movies such as Inception. Batman, the Batman trilogy, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, Insomnia. It was a Robin Williams movie, Al Pacino. He's he's directed a lot of big budget yet grounded movies, Interstellar, and uh, they've all done very well. And obviously, Batman really, in many ways, Batman Begins, he left his mark on cinema forever because he changed the game in terms of superhero movies. Yeah, adding I, a, do- a, to- a dose general. of realism. Even even origin stories like they say Casino Royale, which was a great reboot of the Bond franchise, says that it got a lot of its 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 kind of ideas from a movie like Batman Begins. Well, I, was, sure. I think in general it changed the game for movies. Yeah, because it went movies went from if you can see from the nineties to now, movies changed. They used to be movies used to have more fun feel to them in the nineties, where like the you know they would still have more. A playful movie feel like you're going to watch a movie. Yeah. Now, when you watch a movie after I think after the, the Nolan movies, 
they're more real. Like yeah. you feel like it's actually more realistic. Like it could happen. And that realism to me is why when the research I was doing on the couch while also watching whatever movie we were watching, so I was double tasking. I was multitasking here on the What the Fuck Show. I've been told that if you listen to a good podcast or good conversation, you this can is also research? this is research. Sorry, I was like, but no, if, if you, you can, guys can't see what we're looking at, he, we're looking at a giant pile of papers. He's been yeah, writing stuff. All all kinds oh, yeah, of stuff. It's like a giant, what it's is like this? What is that? Is pi equal twelve? There's all kinds of different looks numbers like on here. Beautiful mind over here. But I was thinking about. Yeah. We said the question was why the Falk is Christopher Nolan such a good director. I think I found some themes that I thought, and one that sticks out so clearly surprised you don't think of it earlier flawed yet endearing characters in every one of his movies the lead that you're following and supporting is not the best person they've made bad decisions yeah. to where you're like oh they're not the best person one the following al pacino's not only a corrupt cop nope. but it's, it's oh sorry the following following you actually would you've actually yeah. i haven't seen the following i'll be honest can you tell me isn't he flawed as well aren't there people who well, are yeah, lying and, and the are being just regular humans he his pastime is following people. So okay. he's escaping his own life because his life isn't, you know, to him yeah. thrilling or anything like that. So he follows people around, which then gets him into trouble because he ends up, you know, following this burglar and becoming enticed with the lifestyle of, you know, burglary. And it's just very interesting how Nolan, you know, in that movie you can see some early tendencies of some of his practices, like, you, you know, how he kind of, you know, retells a story, starts from the base the end and kind of works his way back and the non-linear story non-linear story which i think kind of is is showing people these human experiences of how they got to that point of why they made these decisions the next you go memento guy pierce who seems like a victim is also not the best person and everyone in that movie has a dark side insomnia again like i was saying before al pacino corrupt cop rob williams obviously a villain batman begins Bruce Wayne is awesome, yeah. but he's also got some serious health issues, right, Brooks? I oh. mean, he goes out there to beat up people, and he goes to find to a temple to learn how to fight. I mean, he's any normal human who isn't a billionaire might have some legal issues. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. Batman Begins was was interesting. I think I think um, Dark Knight was probably like a stronger, more breakout yeah. or movie for him. That was like the most popular movie he's probably still ever done. Yeah, uh, Batman Begins was good too. I just think he really got into the groove at the Dark Knight, and I think it, it does that that those characters like you're mentioning, yeah. the flawed characters, which he does really well. And I also think I mean, um, he recaptures the Batman the best in that in that movie. Batman Begins was good too, but it was kind of it was kind of different. Well, isn't that part of why though? Because Bruce Wayne is a dark character. He's just got yeah. a really he's just a really dark human. So you see that where it's awesome what he's doing, but how he got there. It's pretty fucked up. Like that's. Mm-hmm. that's well, I mean, think about it. His parents were killed in front of him. I yeah, mean, that's gonna leave a. That's gonna leave a mark. That's gonna leave a mark. And it definitely <laughs> did. And like, it's gonna scar you a little bit. And like Brooks says, the Dark Knight, which obviously the same thing. Even the Joker, has a point of view that in some ways you could be like, okay, I see what he's saying. Mm-hmm. So he at least gives you that. Like the characters are good enough and out there enough that you're like, okay, well, humanity and life is always in the gray area, it seems yeah. like. So it's something that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And, and then next you have Inception, which I think is funny because if you think about it, isn't Leo DiCaprio technically a criminal? Not just that his wife faked the murder, but wasn't he also doing illegal things with like the mind jumping? I mean, I think, yeah, technically that was everything they were doing is illegal because yeah. it's you can't have control of someone's mind. Exactly. Know, so. They were definitely breaking a lot of rules and laws and of everything, you know, physics and yeah, in general. So and Interstellar, Matt Brooks is Matthew McConaughey pretty fucked up to uh, 
Just go whoa, ahead and whoa, leave. Whoa. His, this was a family program here. Fucked up. Isn't he pretty messed up <laughs> to go ahead and uh, just leave his daughter like that for his own ambitions, really, if you think about it? Well, I mean, not his own ambitions. They convinced him. He yeah, was trying because, to, he had to save the but planet. But it was the best guy to ask because he was waiting to fly in like a spaceship. He was Batman life. in space. It was Batman in space. He's bat- Why is he <laughs> Batman in space? Because he had to... I don't know. It just sounded right. I don't think, that, I don't think it really was. <laughs> Good podcast talk. Another thing, not only the endearing <laughs> characters, but another thing which you and I noticed too is the back shots. He likes to introduce characters and scenes from the back and then go mm-hmm. pan around. And with the big sets that he used in the settings, I think that's because he's just trying to create those worlds. He's really good at creating well, worlds. I mean, isn't, I would think it's kind of a character... Um, in itself, the world itself. That's how yeah, you buy into it. Yeah, I mean, it. well, the shot is... I think it also lets you see a different perspective of the character when you're introducing them or whatnot because you could tell by the way that they're positioned or standing or slumped it's like i can even give out an emotion of how that character is yeah like that shot where the joker's waiting on you know the side on the street waiting for that bank heist and he's standing there and like he's kind of just unhinged and you can see just by the way he's standing like it's he does a good job i just like bringing those shots in like from behind well that's why the movies are good right because you believe the world he he explains it he tries to answer as many of your questions as you can and i would ask you brooks like of all these worlds of all these movies you see here and this amazing notes like which do you say is kind of your favorite? Like, which do you say is maybe the most well-crafted world that he made? I like, I like an option for <laughs> Tor or the Postage. Tor is good. Tor I, is I, I hear that Batman Deggins is very, very good movie. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Wait, maybe. That, that is says, that Jurassic? Is the, it just Jurassic? That is Jurassic, yes. Uh, that looks like Arabic. Arabic. <laughs> I, I, I don't fully speak it, but I think it means cockroach. Yes, I, it, I, doesn't, I, it doesn't. I forgot Prestige, though. I remember how messed up Hugh Jackman was. No, but you know, seriously, I, one thing I want to mention when you're talking about the cinematography and the world building, I think he does a really good job with uh, score, too. He's, he he yeah. did a lot for the, the sound of the, the era. Like, I think. Again, uh, he he was very popular around 2008 when Dark Knight hit off, and I know I sorry said that, but but he set up like a lot of things for the era, like around after that, even around Inception and the next movie, like this the way he scored things and the way he shot stuff and the way he made superheroes more dark and realistic and gritty. But uh, specifically about the soundtrack part, I mean, I think you can't ignore the things like the. Just the deep drums and the Inception. Everyone knows like the Inception trailer. Well, that was the trailer. trailer. It's really what made the trailer too. Yeah, it was exciting because the that trailer is just as famous. Thunderous yeah. music that they came on, and that goes along with his style. I think. I mean, now it's kind of played out, and every trailer wants to do that, and everyone's uh, picked and used uh, the different things that Nolan used to use, and he still uses. Well, but, I, yeah, I feel like he got screwed in the fact that Hans Zimmer has gotten worse. As he's gotten older. Well, I don't think he's gotten worse. He just continues to rehash the same themes. Interstellar, when I re-listen to it, actually is a pretty awesome soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's he's, he's just kind of... So I guess he's still older. He's still good in the Nolan movies. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's even checked all the other movies. What was that? Superman, Man of Steel? That was an awful soundtrack. I thought he kind of phoned that one in, for example. Yeah, I mean, he kind of still based off an old... Wasn't it John Williams? Yeah, and, and if you look at it, The Rock and The Pirates of the Caribbean is basically the same song. It's just there's pirate boats, and then one has I Nick mean, Cage. Uh, I can't remember, but I know the pirate sounds. Easy. Speaking of random question, favorite Nick Cage movie? Go, Nick Cage. Yeah. Five, uh, four, 
Three. Ghost Rider. Two. You liar. Fuck. Vengeance of the Spirit. Like Dude, that's... Ghost Rider is great. It's you so do, that's cheesy. not. That's your favorite Nick Cage movie. Remember when he like he's like he like he he rides the bike and he dies and he does jumps and she's like evil can evil. There's a lot of good movies though, and that's like, the one you choose. You went yeah. up. You drove a mountain. Uh, like a. Are you a hipster? Is this hipster thing? You're choosing it because it's not. Be better than Ghost Rider. I dare you. Face off. Okay, those are pretty good. Okay, I got a real one. I got a real one. Okay. Uh, Con Air. Ooh, Con Air. Con Air is great. Pretty Con great. Con Air is pretty, pretty great. Good soundtrack. Too. Kids when I was in elementary school would try to call me that and like it hurt my feelings. I was like, that's an awesome movie. That's not my feelings. Con Air. You're watching Con Air as a child? Of course I watched Con Air as a child. Connor for that's real. Wait, Scott, for real. <laughs> Connor for real? That's, you know, that movie's about me. Yeah, that's the other one. It's, it's about my music. Dude, you know what's so funny? Side note, I was watching an episode of The Mentalist uh, the other day. Great <laughs> show. If you guys like On Netflix, I think. No, I, I downloaded it. I don't know if it's on Netflix. Download? Who my downloads? Mom, my mom loved that show. I downloaded it legally. I bought it yeah, from, from, from Amazon. Oh, yeah. And uh, anyway, In my there space, was an episode. Like... The reason I thought it was because of your name. And like, there's this episode. It's You know, there's a murder every episode. Yes. And there's the one where this kid gets killed and his name's Connor. And it's oh, like it's so a sad. rich people's house, of course. Because like Connor is like a rich it's white crazy. guy name. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to find any uh, Classy, non-white people like, named Connor. Or it's like Irish. I'm a mix like of other things. Connor McGregor oh, or something. Connor McGregor. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, in this one, it was... It was funny because they, I swear they said Connor like a hundred times. And you were just thinking of me every time. Every time. Yeah, it's kind of a compliment oh, in a way. I mean, I'm already thinking of you yeah. most of the time. Probably. <laughs> I mean, that's what set you over the top. I mean, I but it was so ridiculous. And, uh, anyway. So let's do a, a stop here in nice case someone out. like clicked on it because they're a friend of mine. Like, I'll go ahead and click on the interview. You talk about uh, Dunkirk. Okay, Chris Benoit. I'll go ahead and click on it. And they just move forward like 16, 17 minutes. And then we say, this is the What the Falk Show. I'm with Brooks mm-hmm. from No Bullshit. I'm with Miguel from Miguel's Life and Below Deck. And you can listen on SoundCloud, yes. iTunes, you can Stitcher, say I'm your roommate. Pod Directory. My, my roommate and my friend. He's a friend. Uh, pod Directory and Am my I parents' phone. You're my friend too. Okay. Yeah, can I be your roommate? Bullshit. I don't know, man. <laughs> and here on the What the Fox Show, we're talking about Dunkirk, the new Christopher Nolan, awesome, hopefully, movie. One thing I want to say, good. people listening, it's not Saving Private Ryan. This is not like a typical it's war movie. movie. This is a suspense rescue slash rescue movie. Mm-hmm. So situational disaster, situational high stakes situation going on. Very realistic where we're all thinking about, hey, I don't want to drown. Or, hey, that water's pretty cold. Eventually I might die from it. You know. So I want to think about what are some other really good suspense movies only that you guys like that you can think of. I have to say one to start off so you have an idea of what I'm looking at. Okay. Panic Room. Mm, good movie. It's a great, and it's That's all cool. suspense, right? David Fincher. Yeah, but it yeah. gets you because you think, oh, if I was in a situation, this is hardcore. Like I get how suspenseful is it, it would be. Is it cool though? Because mm-hmm. that discovered Kristen Stewart. Oh, Twilight! Some of the best movies ever made. That's well, I'm a big a very... vampire fan. Yeah. Okay. Well, vamp okay. kid. Yeah. I you love. Make a very good point. I, mean, I love Twilight. 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 It's also brought us Robert Pattinson, who is just oh. a peach. Well, no, yeah. he wasn't in Panic Room, but I think it was Jared Leto with some. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, she, he's saying because of Kristen Stewart, we were given Robert Pattinson. Yeah, it's oh, like a oh, ipso yeah. facto. It's a. Uh, you gotta think about the deal. butterfly effect. Here. Butterfly if you want right. to pull Kristen Stewart out, you're gonna have to get rid of Robert Pattinson. Butterfly effect, not a bad movie actually. When you say that, it's, yeah, it's yeah, kind of underrated. Was very underrated. The but the, the the extra ending is better because he dies, so it's, yeah, it's scary. Like, Spoiler. 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 You guys hashtag spoiler. No, you can't oh. spoil movies that are like 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, it's 30 years old. But, and in the deleted scene too. Yeah, I mean, anyways. So. Back to Dude, Dunkirk. Can you guys stop getting on topic? Uh, <laughs> so, the suspense movies. Fuck it up. So, one was Panic Room. Can you guys think one or should I just name all the ones I picked that are perfect? 
um, I, <laughs> do you even want us here? Yeah, I was like, do you, do you need anybody else to talk to you? Can you just put a mirror in front of yourself and just have a conversation with yourself? I don't know you guys say it, so what do you guys got? Okay, I'll, I'll think of a, let me think of it. No, Brooks, going on. Uh, those 50,000 pages um, of notes. Off the top of my head, Captain Phillips. Captain I, Phillips. I haven't so, seen that. Very oh, suspenseful. Yeah, interesting. And it's actually <laughs> also a boat rescue kind of movie. So this could be right up the alley of uh, Dunkirk, right, guys? That's uh, where you're going with this. I see like, what's that's boat a nice transition. You like, see the transition? You see the, what the writing what come happens? I can when see. Write? I feel like I already saw Dunkirk. Miguel's like, what are you going to do research for? You've seen these movies. I'm like, Miguel. If I wanted to actually be of some use to the people listening, I, I there has to be like, like a that. format or a thing. Like there has to be, it says the, the tagline is informational conversation. We're trying to give information for why things are what they are. Well, so like, oh, I listen to this one podcast, What the Folk Show. It's this weird name, but it was pretty good because it had some pretty good points of view on Christopher Nolan. Well, that was a pretty good movie. That's a situational. I'm ready. Go. Uh, the movie is called Daylight. Oh, man. That's great. 1990s. Great Sylvester Stallone movie. Do you know that movie? Have you seen this film? No, no, okay. I haven't. I'm. I assume that the majority of people, unless they're just serious movie dorks like us, have not seen I'm Daylight. A good one. I've Great this, movie. Have you heard that song Redbone by Childish Gambino? I have. Daylight. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> That's what I heard when you said Daylight. That. Basically, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone in New York is like a. What is he? He's like almost like a disaster expert. He's like a. You know. He's like he doesn't work for the main. He works for the city. Yeah. Somehow. Is it the one where he's hanging off a cliff? That's that's uh. I believe it's um. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cliffhanger. He's hanging off the cliff. I tried to give you. That. Cliffhanger. It's a great one. <laughs> John Lithgow. Really underrated that. Day- Daylight. He works for the city. It's his job to go in there and save people after an earthquake. And I believe one of the tunnels is locked off. You got people in there. Gas. Bad things happening. Water. Starts I think a dam in. breaks or something. Actually, mm-hmm. he goes in there to save them. And you know, disaster movie of how does he you know fight electricity, mm-hmm. you know How's fires, water. How does he, he get all these people to stay alive? I see. I see. So they have a great now. collection of characters. They do. The, the one cool thing I was, tell, I was telling Kyra this recently, and it was funny because they first they send in like a lot of those movies. They have the guy, and of course Sylvester Stallone is like having a problems with his boss, and he's probably getting wrongfully accused of something because he's such a good guy. <laughs> like any other '90s movies, like Tango and Cash kind of thing, he's like right? Covered for someone. Exactly. He's such a good guy, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. He's watching out for the Ron, the janitor, because he's a good dude. They send in like a, a mountain climbing expert. Like a guy who's really famous, right? Because he's going to fix it. Because, oh, I can climb through all that mountain. I'm a professional. I can do this. Who has like Nike commercials. Mm -hmm. And that character is played by... Al Pacino. Viggo Mortensen. Nope. Yep. Oh, that guy's cool. So it's a really random Aragon drop in this movie. Viggo was around. He was in Witness. He was in... Viggo was in uh, random movies. Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way. He was in random movies. And then he one of the best... We were leading there, Brooks. That's where we're going, Brooks. (laughs) We were going to that. Thanks, Brooks. (laughs) Can you think of us? Can you think of a suspense movie though, Brooks? Brooks, can we get a? What was your? You said what? I said daylight. You said daylight. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, converse your daylight and throw back at you, Cape Fear. Ooh, very suspenseful. You ever seen that? Uh, I saw it a long time ago. Yeah, you're talking. Is that really a disaster? Suspense. These are suspense only. I haven't got the disaster. I think it says googled like water based disaster. It says best suspense movies. And then it goes to situation. It says best well, disaster movies, see, but then in parentheses above, yeah. it says situational. And then another on the outside with the at sign, like a website. It yeah. says at sea. So I had to, I, I had to narrow water. it down a lot like, more. So those like, are, your water. daylight if goes to the sea. Yeah, but if you're saying specific suspense, that's a ton of whole other movies. I know, you but these are specific movies where you're on, you're you're like on your toes. Friday the whole no, 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 but you're Friday thirteenth. Good movie. Suspenseful. You, you said. Initially, I thought you said disaster. I said eventually. Okay. Because it's just a tense movie could be open up to a lot of 
You make Captain America look bad when you so, wear a Captain America. I'm just saying, like, you could say The Birds. Yeah. Or, you know, any Hitchcock movie, really. Okay. Well, you could say The Birds. And I would throw that back at Rear window. seven. Rear window is great. Rear window is great. And I would return with uh, Zodiac. Okay. Seven, seven, though. What about seven? Seven's pretty <laughs> good. What about Zodiac? You ever seen that one? Yeah. That yeah, was yeah, pretty yeah. good. Well, Fincher, man. Well, Fincher, exactly. And then I would say Mystic River. I think Fincher. I know just sad, but that's part of it. It's just. I don't know. It's like, the thriller. Uh, that's just a sad. Like Clint movie. Eastwood. These are like movies you have to take a shower after you watch. Well, I was gonna say because if we stick to like the daylight, it's like I would say uh, Dante's Inferno. We're not there yet. Oh, sorry. We're not that part. Daylight. Okay. Dante. Last suspenseful movie I would just bring up, which some people think is whatever. I think obviously it shouldn't have won the Oscar, but Argo suspenseful. Okay. Executive well, Decision. Kurt Russell. You've seen that one. So that's a so many, dude. I gotta. I, dude, there's so many. That's a great one. About. I need to find that one. Can one of these streaming sites out there here? This is going to fall with the folk show. How the fuck are you? Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, uh, Tubi TV, You're Crackle. On Netflix? Can you uh, can you please uh, get Executive Decision as one of your movies? Because I really want to watch. Just download it. it. Kurt Russell. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to buy it for two dollars like you download. Okay, because you download legally. Pirate Bay. Pirate Bay is. I don't know what you're talking about. We don't. Yeah. Well, those are just being lazy. Okay, best disaster <laughs> movies at sea. As we're talking about Dunkirk, about to go watch it. These are similar movies. Okay, Shutter, Shuttle Island. Shutter, Shutter Island. Shutter Island, that's a good Shuttle one. Shuttle Island, that's a really good one. That's when they <laughs> yeah. up the boat. They play Shuttle. They're shuttling them across the ferry, right? Shuffle <laughs> Island is also very good. Shuffleboard dance movie. Island. <laughs> uh, we said Deepwater Horizon. I mean, yes. that was pretty great. That's good. I love that. Jaws. That's a great one. You're talking about the best That's a great suspense one. movies of all time, <clears throat> and at sea. Poseidon Adventure. That's come on. Are, are you comparisons? sure? Comparisons. Jaws. It's still a disaster at sea. Is Dunkirk at sea though? Like, is it? Are you okay, Dunkirk to me, it's is gonna be like th- it's like it's on the beach. you talked about the non-linear storytelling, right? Yeah. He's. I think he's gonna combine different characters who have their own story. I think Cillian Murphy and Mark Rylance are gonna be the guys on the boat going to rescue them. I think Tom Hardy's gonna be up in the air trying to protect them. And I think the kids, the guy from the singing group, and then whoever these new guys are who are probably going to get famous because they're in an awesome Christopher Nolan movie, are going to be the ones who have we'll to survive see. on the ground. It worked for Tom Hardy. I mean, he's pretty famous now. Yeah, but I'm Tom saying... I'm not, yeah. I'm not like 100%... But, but the regular people didn't realize him. Recognize then I didn't realize that he was in Black Hawk Down. No, well, no, that's that's so, you know... Like, Rock and Roller was good. He was in that. That's underrated. But he's British, that's so it doesn't count. Yes, yeah, yeah, British are... Unless you're listening to what the folk show right now from Britain, that's awesome. Go ahead and show your friends because it's like a, a I'm an American, but like not a horrible one. So <laughs> you could think like, hey, there's good ones out there, and this is one of them. Thanks for fucking listening. <laughs> Dunkirk. I was just gonna say that you know I'm not a hundred percent convinced. Like I love Christopher Nolan and a lot of his library, but you know Interstellar was a big letdown for Inter- me. Me too. So, so I'm not yeah, gonna, I'm not gonna like. Just, I, I mean, I, let I me ask you why. This movie. Why was Interstellar such a letdown for you? Because it was for me too. Just, it was, it was, um, you know, not not that exciting, Boring. Or interesting, <laughs> yeah. very long, uh, confusing plot, bad ending, great music and visuals. Yeah, it was a well done movie. I actually good liked acting. It. I liked other than it. Anne Hathaway. I didn't like. Oh. I didn't like the the thirty or forty job. times they said Murph in it. Yeah, Murph. <laughs> Murph, Murph. Uh, did you guys not get that? That story boils down to the love of the father and the daughter. I didn't get that. Well, that's not. That's the whole point. I, I get, get it. it. I get it. But I had no idea. That's like what it was. It. I, she was his daughter the whole time. No, dude, that's the twist. Oh wait, I thought this was Sean. <laughs> She's her uh, own mother. You know the twist is that Brooks just walked into that movie, Falker. You just walked in Interstellar. Remember, we paid and you just walked behind us. 
That was Interstellar? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I did one of those for free, too. I you did at one point. Yeah. But I'm a I good do that citizen, all the time. So I just... <laughs> I mean, if there's no one at the ticket to tear my ticket... Oh, Kids, yeah. don't yeah. listen. It's not the but kind of American to be... No, I don't do it hardcore. It's just like... Sometimes I used to work in walk. the industry of theaters... Of ticket-taking? For like six years. Yeah. You know another great disaster movie to see? Titanic. Boom. Oh, yep, mm. There you go. There you go. That's a pretty big disaster. My heart will go on, and your your lives will go on, because anybody listening, before all the power goes out and the robots take over, will listen to this one random episode on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Directory, it was the thing social I was, media. I, I think I, I want to tell you about something. And we'll hear your voices. I hope you backed up your podcast, because I'm hearing that SoundCloud isn't doing too well. Yeah, they haven't even been charging me, which is awesome. Well, they might be shutting down. Well, I'll be okay. I can, I, I tell really? Podbean, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't know, though. I'm not, I hope they don't. Yeah. SoundCloud, don't find <laughs> don't, me. Find me. <laughs> Don't shut down. His name we is need you. what was it? Bartholomew Brothersley. It's a uh, Bruce Russell. <laughs> Bruce Russell. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. Okay, so what do we think that we're about to watch in Dunkirk? Are you guys excited? I mean, like you said, you're a little apprehensive because of I'm what... excited. Like I want a good movie. I'm just saying, yeah. Like after Interstellar, that's. I just wanted to note that, like, not naysay, but just... well, how about this? Would you say that since Inception, the movies have all not been as good? From Batman, from The Prestige, from Insomnia, The Prestige, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight. I like all those movies. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. then what was next? Dark Knight Rises, which... I like that. I like was, that movie. Okay, it was kind of weak. It wasn't as good. I don't as know the, what well, all of them it's are, It's tough. Okay. It's the weakest of the three. It's tough. No, no. I, and then Interstellar. It was Dark Knight Rises and Interstellar. And you said okay. later... I like Dark Knight Rises more than Batman Begins. Nice. Ooh. Okay. So I'm not big on Batman So Begins. your prediction what for what you Batman think out of 10... I do. What the fuck show? I do. No, I think I was going to say that. I mean, not like to just to counter you guys a little bit. I don't think in general either Batman's Begins went over as well. I mean, I know you guys like it. Oh, no, it didn't. I agree. I agree it didn't. But I think, yeah, I think Batman Begins is another. I'm in the minority. I wouldn't say as questionable as Interstellar. Interstellar, I would probably never watch again. Like, that's just like a movie. I was just like, whatever. Nice. But the other ones, like like you were saying, all those other ones, like those are still all really good. Yeah. But that's, but once after Interstellar, I'm just like, okay, what? Let's see what happens. Yeah, because there's other directors that I won't that are all like are more. And I think that's consistent. something they try to tackle in that movie is hard to to do. It's just that uh, idea of you know space and time travel and all that. It's you know yeah. to your own interpretation. So it's hard to yeah. really capture that story. I mean, I agree with you guys. I mean, I think he went a little too long. I think he tried to do a little too much, like the 2001 Space Odyssey, where that yeah. was able to capture that craziness because of that time well, are you pretty, in the 70s. Are you pretty excited for Dunkirk, then? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Are I mean, you I'm, expecting a good movie? Because some of the reviews yeah. guys are saying masterpiece, really? instant Oscar contender. I mean, contender. I know once I found out this wasn't a war movie, and it's a rescue suspense movie, yeah. it's, it's gonna be he's going to do a good job. Like, think yeah. about how dedicated he is to his scenes. And mm. how it's gonna be when you know. Think about it. Like the the tax and stuff. We're about to I, I was excited too. I saw a thing about it, and it's just interesting that he's doing like a history movie. Yeah, based on a true story. And like it's like a whole other thing, and that's why I'm more excited too because it's it's like, can you stop Oscar, Oscar, Oscar buzz. Fuck yeah! Now it has it says here, let's go see the movie. So here we go. Let's go, go see, see the, the movie. movie. Let's go see the movie. You're on the What the Fuck Show post Dunk Dunkirk 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 Christopher Nolan movie. A high amount of anticipation for me, and that's why we're doing this show because you want to get my re- immediate reaction, and I'm pretty disappointed. I thought it was kind of boring. Really? I mean, there was cool for it what it was doing, but uh, the payoff wasn't as much as I wanted. He didn't build the characters at all. There wasn't any. But I guess maybe that's what happens when you have no dialogue, huh? But maybe I mean that's maybe that's the point, though. Maybe he's trying to say like, hey, in war, you know, it's hard to get familiar with something. 
because it's always changing. It's like it's nameless. Always... It didn't seem like that anyone had names really. No, yeah, they actually, didn't. They really. didn't have names. You know, only a few I think it was names. it was intentional. Uh, I, I'm not saying whether that means it's good or bad, but like now that you say it, I, it's totally because there are a lot of the shots were lots of people, yeah, and like people blending in, and they even would blend in like French and British soldiers. Yeah. And I noticed like I was trying to figure out who was who, and you just like you can't even tell most of the time. Yeah, yeah. and it was so it was three different storylines basically. We yeah. had the sky, mm-hmm. the sea, and then uh, the land, the land basically. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it wasn't, I felt that you're right. It could have may have been a little longer actually. Yeah. I mean, judging by other, other, cause for normal movies, this was relatively short. It's only two hour runtime. And I think you could have given a little bit more character development. So he could have felt a little bit more. I feel like a douche by saying it, but I feel like in interstellar in this, I expected certain things from watching the trailer. I know what he says because I think that this is what I would do or what I think would make a good movie because you make it really emotional. Yeah. This is what I would do who's not a director at all. But like mm-hmm. Interstellar, I thought they would do a better job of like just making it more emotional connecting and losing that time or whatnot. Like well, what happens if you – what you sacrifice by going into the future, you know, something like well, yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, but they, they did a good – he did a good job highlighting that with his yeah. with daughter and how she hated him for a while. Yeah, but for Dunkirk, like there was – like I said, there was a character that I expected to die as soon as I saw the trailer. I think to go out in some glory and hero way because I thought that's the way to do it, you know, yeah. use that kind of character. You know, it's funny. And it happened, uh, but it was Hashtag boring. spoiler. Yeah, the spoilers already. But dude, How's I that think spoilers? it's funny because – you guys are kind of like having the opposite reaction. You were more stoked for it. Uh-huh. And I think, I mean, maybe if, and I'm, you, maybe if I'm right. No, you're right. You're right. And, and you were like, less stoked I for it. was less, but I actually liked it more. But I think it's just maybe maybe a lot of that's expectations. Or what something. did you like yeah. so much about it? But uh, I just, yeah, I just liked it because it was refreshing. It wasn't like, different. I mean, it wasn't like refreshing, like fun. It was a very serious, like tense movie. But I actually liked the runtime. As opposed to what you guys were saying, like because I just thought I thought it was like good just to be over. I mean, it kind of it 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 gets right into the point. I mean, they, yeah. that event, of, you know, in history, you know, it only lasted so long because they had to get them out of there. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were pacing and the pacing and the time. I think had a lot to do with the movie because, like you said. Uh, there was like three different stories, and I I was saying three different timelines. Yeah, which is, is is like how they set it up. Not to like spoil it all, but it, it it was very interesting. And then it felt like the whole movie in general, it was like a ticking clock. A lot of the score was ticking, yeah. mm-hmm. and there were a number of like time sensitive scenes where people were like rushing to a door or something. Yeah, and it happened like over and over. So I think that was another part of that I liked because it was it was a. Uh, it was fast and it, yeah. and it happened fast. And that's kind of, again, like the theme we were talking about where people blend in. Yeah. I think this theme would be, you know, war happens so fast. Yeah. It's like there's not a lot of time to, to learn, even learn people's names. So it's pretty, it's not one of those movies that could be seen differently by different people. It is what it is. You know, it's a fast paced, intense mm-hmm. look at trying to get rescued in a crazy historical like situation that happened you know yeah it's like a yeah it's more of a rescue it's not i wouldn't necessarily call it like a movie you know i keep going back it's a film it's it's you know what i mean does that make sense i mean we watch something for an extended period of time yeah i call it a movie i I just mean a movie no no i know what you mean you you can always say there's a difference between a movie and a film 
like a film is more what we watched tonight where it's more of a yeah, oh okay uh, I feel like Dunkirk you watch you at, in class in a history thing whereas a movie that you might want to watch you don't get to watch in class because exactly it is too guys much yeah. is a movie you no it's like it's like Batman yeah. like Batman would be like his last movie kind I of think. yeah because I would say I wouldn't say an Interstellar was either I think it's like a film these have been the last two have been like his passion project I think Inception yeah, I think was his most movie movie yeah, and, and, and a that's little probably bit why both, I liked it the most. Like, because he would, he did like that weird whatever dream stuff. So it was like sci-fi yeah. too, I guess. But it was very popular and like movie, movie. So now movie. with this Christopher Nolan wrapping up Dunkirk, Miguel, you thought it was good. You liked it. Yeah, I mean, I thought you definitely should see it. Like, I mean, it's, okay, it's definitely a great takeaway from like a war movie, like a good new ver- like way of seeing it different way to do a he's movie. right i mean i love the way that you know you make you feel very on edge because you're it's like everything seems very time sensitive like very clock mm-hmm. clock-esque yeah i guess you could say and brooks thought it was pretty good too yeah yeah i thought it was good and i think the time thing is is is, is very cool and it makes you nervous in the movie there were actually times where i legit felt uncomfortable yeah it was just kind of like oh i wish this would be over and i think you know that's meant to be that's how they want yeah, to feel in your in your say going down a boat or something. So yeah, I would totally recommend the movie, especially I, I compared it to like some old James Cameron movies like Titanic or Abyss. Yeah, or any of those kind of water based movies. A lot of it's on the water, and there's a lot of stuff going down. And I thought it was cool. Well, I think it fit in with the you talk about the suspense and the intensity of some of these movies, like a Captain Phillips. Those other movies we talked about, mm-hmm. whereas it was just like afterwards, you want to like just go take a shower, you know? Yeah, yeah it feels yeah, so calm now. That's yeah. what I was that's, thinking. I think it's the, I think it's we want to want stuff. Well, yeah, and for that, I'll give credit. Yeah. Like, yes, did I was it as much as I wanted it to be? No, but do I understand what it is and and why you guys can have positive reviews of it? Yes, I can understand that. And then, wait, I have a question for you. Then, what <laughs> would you want to see Nolan tackle next? Like, what would you want to see him do? Uh, in a future project. I don't. I mean, Robin. Robin. Jordan, Jason Gordon Levitt. Well, I recently, I recently, uh, <laughs> I recently read that that Bond is always. I mean, no, sorry, I just spoiled it there before I said it. But I recently read that Nolan has always wanted to do a Bond. Okay, that'll be cool. Kind of cool. I mean, Sam Mendes. But then one. one thing he said, he's like, well, and he was looking like he might, you know. But then he said something. I was like, I don't think it's possible now. Cause he said he would do it if it needed to be refreshed in a restart and he thinks what they've been doing is really good. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if he's going to jump in and do that. Uh, God, a Nolan movie? Man, that's a good question. I feel like I need more time. Like what kind of... He could do... He, yeah, I think well, he I mean, could like, do like, whatever like, too. You know, yeah. Sci-fi, like, you know, with Interstellar, Inception. I wouldn't mind seeing like a, like a bank heist movie or like a cop <laughs> movie. See, maybe seeing him trying to tackle like a heat kind of movie, you know, dual cop, bank robber, stuff like that. That might be kind of Gangsters or something. Yeah, that might be yeah. kind of interesting. That would be kind of cool. I'd like to see him do like a, like a gothic horror. Like That'd be interesting. He'd do a really good job of doing like a really good suspense horror and, you know, like an actual put like bring back the horror genre instead of being gore porn, you know, being a really actual. Yeah. Yeah, would, you can, and he's good with already good with like suspense and mm-hmm. pressure I and I love seeing yeah. and, and score. I think I think the score was another thing that made this movie like intense. The John Kirk, yeah. And if you like, you said if if he did a horror, that could be a good turn. He's made a lot of different movies. If you think about it, all yeah. kinds over the spectrum. So mm-hmm. he's probably pretty satisfied as a director to get to oh, tackle yeah, all these different great. genres. Yeah. Actually, now that you say, if you do go back far so enough, over. he's done them before, but yeah. maybe like a new one. 
It's all over the place, I would say. Yeah. But uh, folk, yeah, here on the Folk Show, listen to SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod, Direct, my parents' phone, and the text message I just sent you, Dunkirk, was was pretty good for what it is. Thanks for fucking listening, and Brooks, thanks for coming on the show. Man. Thanks for having me. Miguel, thanks for coming on the show, dude. I'm uh, glad to be here. Awesome. Have a nice fucking night. I will, uh, I'll talk to you soon.